0: Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Balls, Sticks, and Fists. I am your host, Keaton, and we are live. It's your favorite show without an intro. So let's get into it. So um, last week's games, nothing special. Um, they pretty much sucked besides Purdue, Syracuse, if we're being honest. Uh, There's an App State Hail Mary. They got the job done against Troy. Um, at first when I'm looking at this week's uh, slate of games I'm like this week kind of blows but as I'm looking at it I'm like hold up this could actually be a pretty special weekend and I got more and more excited as I read through the games so we're gonna still look at a few of last week's uh, games uh, but I'm actually kind of excited for this week's games I see some spots that I can exploit make a little moolah so we'll get into that so um last weekend washington blows out sparty it seems like michigan state still hasn't figured out how to stop a a pass um last year they were ranked like last in pass defense and this year they still haven't figured out how to stop a pass so that's very good for sparty um they also haven't figured out how to do anything but run the ball, so Washington stopped the run first and forced Michigan State to pass the ball, which they're un- they're incapable of doing. So, yeah, same old Sparty. <laughs> they got they got lucky last year with their schedule, and then this year they get exposed for the frauds they are. So <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Sparty's got another tough game this week, so we'll see if. We'll see if they bounce back. We'll get into that a little later. Uh, Pitt at Western Michigan last week. Um, dude, I'm watching this game and I am like, this Narduzzi and Signati Jr. duo is literally the worst duo that could have ever happened. I'm not even kidding. Like it is. It, it's like I'm watching football. It's like I rewinded 30 years. 30. 30 years isn't that much. Let's say 50. 50 years ago and I'm watching football so Slovis didn't play Patty the second string didn't play so the third string um, whatever the hell his name is fucking Yeldon or something which he's a player he's a player he was a high he was like a four star recruit he was a very good uh like a pro pro style quarterback recruit um he can throw the ball. Dude, I swear not. I, he threw the ball 11 times that whole game. He went like 9 for 11. Every single time he threw the ball, they were a success. But no, we're not going to do that. You know what they do? They freaking run the ball like 52 times. 52 times. Like I don't know if they just didn't want to show anything on tape or if this is truly what pit football is about to be about this year like, dude I honestly can't do it anymore yeah they won by like I don't know 2-3 touchdowns or whatever on the road but I just <laughs> I just can't I just don't know I just don't know anymore I just don't know and it's like it's frustrating like Pitt literally had like probably a top 10 offense last year running a spread offense you know we're in 2022 now a spread offense you know probably one of the most common offenses out there these days and Narduzzi's like "Mm, I don't want to be like everyone else you know what I want to do I want to run the ball 52 times I don't know if it was actually 52 I can probably pull it up and find the exact number and uh and tell you guys. But I shit you not, the running back one got 30 carries himself, so it was definitely up there in the 50s. Alright, let's see. Week. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this for you guys, because I know you care so much. Let's see. Pitt versus Western Michigan. Let's see how many... Let's see how many carries they got. Dude, oh my god, perfect guess. They got 52 carries. 52 carries. And 11 passes. So, it's just frustrating. I, like, honestly, probably didn't watch watch the fourth quarter, if I'm being honest. I was like, I'm not doing this. But Narduzzi's frustrating. I don't think he's probably that good of a coach. Maybe he got, like, lucky, maybe. I saw a tweet. He was almost, like, a 500 head coach about three years ago then they pulled off the upset against UCF and that kind of turned around the program kind of turned around Narduzzi a little bit but I ain't sold this is fucking horse shit I'm like I don't care if it's a Mac team why the hell are you running the ball 52 times like I know you can run the ball 52 times I guarantee you I guarantee you this week and they play Rhode Island I guarantee you it's 50 to 60 carries again I am so confident that it's 50 to 60 carries again. I'm not ever going to watch the game. It's unlike the ACC network. I'm not ever going to go out of my way and watch it. Not even worth my time to just watch I-Formation football. Nothing against I-Formation football, but just not against freaking Rhode Island. All right, sorry. Uh, There's some sneaky games. Some sneaky games in, what is this, week three, week four? Week four, I think this week four, yeah we got week four coming up so we kind of know more about teams i think i think we're at that point in the season almost a half point where we're kind of figuring out these teams a little bit and i like that because i'm gonna take advantage of it so tonight thursday we got wvu traveling to virginia tech i believe virginia tech is like minus one half minus two and a half um yeah i'm not sold on virginia tech uh I usually like Virginia Tech at home, especially early in the season, they're kind of really good at, not really good at home, I just like take them at home, but their offense hasn't shown the ability to put up points, and WVU has shown the ability to put up points, if Virginia Tech had an offense capable to like exploit WVU's defense just a little bit, uh, I'd feel more confident in Virginia Tech, but I just don't think it they do, and I think WVU at this point is more battle-tested. Especially on the road, so I don't know if the environment will play that much of a factor because they played in some they played at Pitt, So that kinda of got them prepped for this. Uh Virginia Tech's probably a better atmosphere, but like you just get what I'm saying. Uh so I'm probably leaning towards WVU in that one. Uh, we got Coastal Carolina at Georgia State. Uh coastal's like minus two and a half. And the Sun Belt Conference, also known as the Fun Belt. Um Coastal Carolina is riding high off of two seasons ago still um and don't think they're that team i think they uh just the way their schedule was set up two years ago with the covid year kind of like benefited them a lot and it's this it's the fun belt anything can happen i'm honestly learn, leaning towards the home dog i'm going with the georgia state if i'm being honest even though they're like 0-3 at this point, I still think they're going to be Coastal, especially at home. So Friday, we got Virginia at Syracuse. Syracuse is minus 9.5. This might be the ugliest football game you'll ever watch. Syracuse plays down. Um, this honestly might be the ugliest football game you ever watch on a Friday night. I don't know. These, those Louisville games, back-to-back weeks on Friday nights were kind of ugly, but this one might out-ugly it. I got Q winning. Will they cover nine and a half? I don't know. Definitely winning, though. So, in a little bit of news, earlier in the week, Maryland at Michigan was the most bet game, and 90% of the tickets were on Michigan. Uh, Michigan's minus 17, and uh, speaking of Michigan, Michigan might have the weakest out-of-conference schedule of all time. We're talking UConn. We're talking Colorado State. We're talking Hawaii. Just some, like, honestly, the weakest out-of-conference schedule I've seen in some time. Uh, but like I said, that was earlier in the week. That has shifted. Uh, now the most bet game is um, USC at Oregon State and most of the people covering uh, putting their money on Oregon State to cover. We'll get into that. We'll get in that later. Let's stay on track here. So Maryland at Michigan. Um I don't know, like Michigan's covered against Maryland in like, I don't know, like the last six times they played or something like that. So I'd probably go with the public on this, even though it's kind of weird. And it's like Maryland's kind of battle tested and Michigan's not battle tested at all. Uh Maryland has the opportunity to make some plays. Uh, I don't know much about I don't know. It's kind of weird Michigan because we haven't seen much of Michigan. They played Yukon, Colorado State, Hawaii. Like who the hell is Michigan this year? Obviously, all oh, we're like world beaters. We beat Yukon, Colorado State, Hawaii. Yeah, dude. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see when you face uh, someone real. Someone real, not these confidence builder games. All right. Duke at Kansas. Kansas is minus seven and a half. Yes, this is a football game I'm talking about, not basketball. Both these teams are three and oh. And screw college game day for not coming to Lawrenceville, Kansas. I think that's where University of Kansas is. I think Lawrenceville, I don't know. Lawrence, not Lawrenceville, that's in PA. Lawrence, Kansas, right? Is that where University of Kansas is? Doesn't matter. Screw game day for not coming to Kansas for this. This is like probably like the last opportunity in the next like I don't know 15 years for game day to come to Kansas for Duke at Kansas be electric. Kansas has been electric to watch this year. their quarterback Daniels is electric. they win games and uh for those who don't know like it might be some surprise that Kansas is winning. so this is I think this is frankly pulled second year at Kansas and for you guys who don't know him he came from a d3 school he won a lot of national championships then he went to buffalo um so he was at buffalo what two three years three years ago i think yeah three years ago if this is the second year and he had 11-1 season at buffalo so this guy knows how to win football games and he's bringing that winning culture to kansas and uh they're fun to watch and I'm going to be on Kansas on this game. I should have been on Kansas last week as dogs against Houston. But that's actually going to be a, you know, stinky good game. Kansas sold out their stadium for like the first time in who knows how long. So a little good game there. Uh, Number 17, Baylor at Iowa State. Iowa State's minus two and a half favorites. Uh, I really don't know about this one at all. I'm I'm leaning towards Baylor especially as dogs. Uh, I don't think Iowa State special this year. I know they beat Iowa, but what was that, like a 14-7 game? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm going to be leaning towards Baylor on that one. Uh, Another fun game to look out for, uh, TCU, minus 2.5 at SMU. Um, So, then also, another noon This This is a noon game right here. Number five, Clemson, minus seven and a half at twenty at number twenty-one, Wake Forest. Um Clemson's offense is still non-existent. Um so yeah. That's yeah. So but the good thing for them, last year they had a lot of success running the ball against Wake. Last year in this game, I was all over Wake Forest and it fucking backfired on me. This year fool me once shame on you you ain't gonna fool me twice though ain't gonna do I'm gonna be all over Clemson on this one I think a lot of people are because the line kind of shifted upwards I don't know though it seems like a trap game I don't know I'm confident in Clemson and Dabo um I think Clemson's defense is way too good for the concept wake runs And I think they're going to – I'm literally going to be all over Clemson. It's sickening to say um, just because you just – I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I love Wake Forest, and I really don't like Clemson that much. But I will be all over Clemson on this one, especially since last year. (laughs) Last year, I was on the wrong side of Clemson a couple times. I was on Clemson, then they screwed me. I was against Clemson, and then they screwed me. So, I don't know. Another sneaky good game, we got Notre Dame traveling to Chapel Hill to face off with UNC. UNC's minus one and a half. I'm going to be all over UNC. I love this. I very love this shit. Um, I don't care if UNC's defense is trash. Notre Dame's defense will probably be able to keep them in the game but guess what? I don't care. I don't care. Notre Dame is a literal walking trash can this year. Yes, I said it. They are literally a walking trash can. You see, you see that waste management freaking garbage truck driving by your house right now. Yeah, that's the Notre Dame's freaking motto this year. They are, they are a dumpster fire and, uh, I just last week against Cal, Cal almost caught the Hail Mary pass to force the game in the OT. Uh they just haven't shown like I just don't understand. Like honestly, the refs bailed out Notre Dame last last week against Cal. Notre Dame should be 0 and 3 this to start the season, and let me explain why. It was fourth down and I don't know, let's say it was like 4th and 4. Notre Dame's going for the field goal. They missed the field goal. But wait, there's a flag on the play. They said offsides on the defense. They run the they run the camera across the line of scrimmage. All right. There is not a single soul offsides on that cow D-line. Not a single single soul. So you know what Notre Dame does? They get the first down. All right, because five yards and gets the first down, and then they throw a touchdown pass on the very next play, seven point swing right there. Who knows how the game plays out? But the refs definitely gifted Notre Dame that, and I don't think I think Mac Brown, coach Coach Mac Brown, and the Tar Heels are gonna get it done. I mean, Coach Freeman of the Fighting Irish will probably. We'll probably be able to keep Notre Dame close just because he shows like weird defensive looks, and Drake May, the UNC quarterback, might get confused as a first-year starter. But I still like UNC in this game. Number 20, Florida at number 11, Tennessee. Tennessee's minus 10.5. Quick little quick fact. Florida hasn't thrown a single touchdown pass all season. All season. They have a two-point conversion pass. But a touchdown pass. They do not have. So. This is where college game day is heading. I really hope Tennessee lets down their fans at home. We all saw what happened last year. Against Ole Miss at home for Tennessee. They started throwing shit on the field. So if Florida. Like wins in some controversial way. Some like last minute. Oh, man. That will be must-see TV. Heading into Minnesota, minus three at Michigan State. Uh, Minnesota is kind of one of those teams under the radar. They're unranked right now. They have a great running game with the Ibram. They have a good quarterback that's well-seasoned. Uh, and honestly, they're one of the highest-rated like teams this this year, like, like individual wise, they have like the most highly rated players that are showing up. And what can Sparty do? They can't throw. If you stop the run, if the, if you start, if you stop Sparty from running the ball, you, there's like a ninety percent chance you're gonna win the game. And and if you can threaten Sparty with the pass, there's nothing they can do. I got soda. I got Minnesota winning this game. Indiana at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's minus 16.5. This is a redemption game from last year for Indiana. Uh, So that's all I got to say about that. James Madison at App State minus 7.5. That should be a fun game. Um, Yeah, that's that. Uh, number fifteen, Oregon minus sixty, minus six and a half at Washington State. Washington State already pulled one upset already this year. Let's see what they got cooking. Oregon played well against last year, last week against BYU, but I think people are digging a little too deep in that game. Look for Washington State to pull off that Pac-12 special. I got. I I might be leaning towards Wash State in this game got number 10, Arkansas, um, playing number 23, Texas AM at, at, um, uh, the Cowboy Stadium. Uh, Texas A&M's minus two and a and 25 A&M's offense is still non-existent with, even when they made a QB change. So I don't know. They got to figure out that offense. Um, they got outgained last week, but they're lucky that Miami muffed a punt and basically put them right in scoring position. Uh, so, I don't know. I know Arkansas was losing last week against Missouri State at home, but I honestly think it was like, a let's not show anything. and Let's stay healthy and get to Texas A&M next week. I'm leaning towards the dogs, Arkansas on this one. We got Wisconsin traveling to the number three, Ohio State. Ohio State's minus 18 and a half. Wisconsin and Gabe Mertz will not be able to score. Um... At least through the air, they might like break a run off. They got a really good running back. And yeah, I got Ohio State easy in this game. Kansas State at number six, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's minus 12 and a half. Uh, Kansas State last week got caught looking ahead. They got upset at home against Tulane, got caught looking ahead to Oklahoma, not wanting to show anything. Last week, Oklahoma looked so good against Nebraska, but that's hard to judge. Nebraska went to losing every game by one possession with Scott Frost. They were like, that ain't good enough. We need to win these games. They fire Scott Frost. Guess what? Instead of losing by one possession, we lose by five possessions. How about that? Or six possessions or seven possessions, whatever. It was an ass beating. Um, Oklahoma looks so good. This is a sneaky game. Uh... If it was at Kansas State, I would say upset watch. But since it's at Oklahoma and Norman, I'm a uh, lean towards the Sooners. Um, last game of the night. Well, this is 9:30 game. Sneaky game. We got number seven USC minus five and a half at Oregon State. A lot of people are all over Oregon State on the spread. Um, they think that this is going to be a close game. I don't care. I am done blasting USC. I'm gonna be all over USC on the minus five and a half. Hopefully it moves. I'm gonna wait. See if I can get that at four, four and a half, maybe five. I hope it does move. But uh yeah, USC, I'm gonna be all over. And I'm it's gonna be like people are calling this to be a good game. They're like Oregon State's such a hard place to play at. Um, This head coach has, like, the most, like, upsets or some shit like that. Like, I don't care. Didn't we say say, uh, Stanford was going to give USC a good game? I feel like this is just a fucking rewatch. I don't care. I think USC's going to run Oregon State at Oregon State. So, yeah, that's that. So, I know earlier I said this wasn't, like, as good as a slate, but you go through these games, you're like, man, there's a lot of potential here. So, should be a good week of college football. We're getting started here in about right meow. Uh It is 7.30 on the dot. So, yeah, let's watch some football this weekend. How about it? Thanks for listening. I'm out. Peace.